0: Welcome to the Undead Walking Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your host, Sarah Beth Pollack.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Undead Walking Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Beth Pollack, and it is the first weekend without the Walking Dead universe. It's uh always a weird weekend you know when you think about it that that first weekend after the walking dead airs um or in this case fear the walking dead and walking dead world beyond it kind of it, it's almost like a it's almost like a sense of bereavement you know it's like a, it's like a loss you just feel it in your gut like you've been punched in the gut because all of a sudden you go from having these episodes and having something to look forward to on sunday nights and then nothing and all of a sudden it's weeks, months before you see more content. So it's a weird, it's a weird feeling. And that's where we are right now. We have, let's see, today's the 6th. So we've got some time before The Walking Dead comes back. Those bonus episodes uh, come back at the end of February, February 28th to be exact. So it's going to be quite a quite a while before we see new content. Um, at least we know that content is being created. Obviously, they're probably on holiday break at this point and uh, very well deserved after the year that everybody's had, but we will resume filming after the new year. And, you know, as soon as we get done with, uh, with those bonus episodes, we should be rolling right into the sixth, the second half of fear the walking dead season six. So even though 2020 has been really rough for walking dead fans, um, you know, it's going to pick back up and, and we'll get back, probably won't get back on schedule so to speak but we will definitely get some really good episodes and find out what happens in the second half of fear the walking dead and as soon as they start work on uh walking dead world beyond we'll have a sense of what that's going to be like i'm kind of intrigued by it you know obviously it, the uh the show wrapped up its first season last week and Hope's off with CRM and Felix and Iris are on their own. They just met up with Will. They're going to find out, I mean, we have to assume they're going to find out that uh, the Omaha campus colony is gone. And uh, they're going to get a sense that things are not good where Hope is going. But, you know, Hope's in a really good position when you think about it because they need her mind. And it's not like she has some special blood type or anything like that, you know, or a kidney that somebody needs where they're going to harvest her organs. I mean, they need her healthy and they need her willing to work with them in order for her to be willing to do anything or do, you know, to put her brilliance to work. So she's kind of in a good spot and it should be really interesting to see how she, how she plays this. She's smart. She's savvy. Um, my guess is that they're not going to really connect her with her father yet because she's too valuable. So they can kind of dangle that carrot in front of her to get her to do what they need her to do. But um, I don't think they're going to see a reunion right away. And if they're smart, CRM isn't going to go after Iris and Felix because they're too much leverage. Also, if, if Hope found out that something was was going on with her sister, she's not going to do anything. And And you know, as they kind of revealed at the end, they're a formidable duo when they're together. So Hope is kind of hoping that Iris is going to figure out a way to get her out or figure out some kind of way to save the day. And I think that's going to be probably the bulk of what we see in season two. Back in, God, was it October? I feel like the days are running together. But I think it was in October when we had, yeah, it was October when, uh, during New York Comic-Con, during those those online panels, um, Scott M. Gimple was talking with fans, which was really interesting. I think if you actually go back and look at some of those panels, it's the comments section that were that were almost more interesting than the panels themselves, only because the panels were taped and the comments were live. So you had people talking in real time with the actors and with uh, you know the showrunners and with Scott M. Gimple and and one of the things that he said was that there is flexibility in the way that they bring the story together. I mean, the the vision for the show was that it was going to be a limited two season limited series, and it ended up um, you know that's that's where it is right now. They had ten episodes the first season. It was projected to have 10 episodes in the second season, but given what happened with COVID and given the response from viewers and, and you know, people who really want to see more from, um, you know, what's going on with CRM and what's going on in this, this world, um, you know, there, there is a possibility that there could be more episodes. And I think that that could be really interesting if they just, if AMC decided to extend it beyond 10 episodes and they can still call it two seasons. They could still say it's a limited series, but they could just make it more than 10 episodes. And if you listen to the cast, I mean, they really, they really want something like that to happen. I mean, Nico Tortorella on his, on, uh, on their social media is constantly telling fans how much they want to be part of it. And they want to see Felix as part of this universe and you know, I think Felix is such an amazing character that, that Felix should be in more episodes and he should be, uh, he should cross over. And I think that Nico is, is very much on board for that. So, um, their enthusiasm is there a hundred percent. And I would think, I think Annette Mahendru is, is also on board. I feel like, you know, obviously Alexa Mansoor and Aaliyah Royale, they're on board. I think everybody's on board. Honestly, I think that they they're having too much fun with this. And I think that it would be really fun to see them go beyond two seasons um, or at least disperse into the greater Walking Dead universe. So I think there's a lot to kind of pick apart with that. And I think it's it's nice that they left it open-ended in terms of Silas being taken away and Percy and uh, Elton on their own and, and trying to connect with with the rest of the group. They have no idea what happened, but they know that that Huck was the bad, kind of the bad operative and you kind of have Huck in this position where she's not really sure she can trust anybody anymore because what her mom said is not what her mom is, is doing. Um, You know, she doesn't know that everybody's gone from the, the the colony. So yeah, there's, there's a lot left up in the air. And I think it would be really interesting to continue that story and it's, you know, it's fresh and it's different and it's, I don't know. I, I just feel like that's what we kind of need right now is, is different but that's just me. I mean, a lot of people are totally willing to kind of keep going and, uh, you know, follow along and and follow comic book canon. And, you know, unfortunately that is going to run out at some point. I mean, it's it's finite storytelling and they're going to have to get creative, which I think is probably why uh, AMC decided to kind of stick a fork in the, the main flagship series and kind of branch out into different areas and, and you know that's not to say that it doesn't keep going from there. I mean they're just because we have like fear was just picked up for season seven and we've got world beyond and we've got Tales of the Walking Dead coming. We've got the Carol's and Daryl spinoff. There could be more shows. There could be more more content. And it's just a matter of what they want to do and, and what direction they want to go. And I have to think that Robert Kirkman's deal with Amazon plays into this because they can only use so much of his intellectual property um, before they have to kind of start doing their own their own thing. I think about that a lot. I think about um, I think about how it was Robert Kirkman who was so adamant that there would never be crossovers with Fear the Walking Dead, and even in the language, um, I remember those press releases early on were saying, you know, you can't refer to it as a off and it's not a Sister series or anything like that. It's a companion series to The Walking Dead, and it's not really tied together. And you know they were very adamant about that. And then you have Robert Kirkman getting his deal with Amazon, and that was right as they were starting. Let's see, that was right after. It it was right after season three, heading into season four. And the next thing you know, there's spin-offs, or that it's it's a spin-off, but it's also going to have crossovers. And that's when we had. Morgan Jones crossover, and you know that's just been that he was just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, Lenny James was the first, and, and now we have Austin Emilio, we have Christine Evangelista. So, you know, the the universe keeps getting bigger as time goes on, and I feel like there's there's so much more that can be done if AMC wants to do it. And I feel like with the resurgence that Fear the Walking Dead has had with season six, I feel like there's there's momentum i feel like there's there are people who are going to watch world beyond during the hiatus and they're going to understand that it's it's not Rick Grimes related but Rick Grimes is involved in it and if you look at it from that perspective it becomes very very interesting from a walking dead fan perspective now i personally and i've said this for a while i really enjoy world beyond on its own. I think it does some really interesting things things it's very nuanced it's very kind of avant-garde when it comes to storytelling because in terms of the Walking Dead universe, like they're not telling you so much as they're showing you and kind of giving you breadcrumbs to follow and then it's up to you as the as the viewer to put them together and and to kind of go back and see what clues they were leaving and to, and so that people can can follow those clues and you know it's it's just it's different and I like that it's different because well, like I said it's not based on comic book canon and for me as someone who's just starting to read the comics in earnest with the uh, the Walking Dead deluxe I think it's more I think it's more fun when you don't know what's about to happen and you know it's it's not a knock to the comics but you know one of the things that that I get a lot is people telling me what is going to happen with the Walking Dead one of the things that I remember probably the most vividly was with King Ezekiel. And, you know, I love Ezekiel as a character. I love Kari Payton as a person. Like, I love, you know, I love everything about the character and the person. And so when I was getting really excited about Ezekiel, people would say on social media, like, don't get excited because, you know, he's going to lose his head on the pikes. Like, Alpha's going to kill him. And it's kind of a bummer, you know, like, it even though it didn't happen and and I'm glad it didn't happen because I think that element of surprise is important. I think it's good to be influenced by the comic books, but I think Angela Kang is very savvy knowing that there's certain things that need to play out kind of word for word and frame by frame from the comics. But she's also savvy enough to know when things need to be switched up a little bit So I think that this the decision not to kill certain characters and to put other characters in their place was good. I think it's important because it it allows that level of surprise. And with a show that's heading into its 11th season and knowing that it's based on comic books where people know what happens, I think that that's important. If you can surprise your audience, I think that's really good. And that's why I think I love World Beyond and Fear the Walking Dead so much is that it, it allows for that surprise. A lot of the things just, it was entertaining. They were fun. It's, it's fun to see what they do and, and to see where they end up because I have no idea. Now, with Fear the Walking Dead, I knew it was going to be dark and I feel like it was dark. I mean, people have different definitions of what dark means, but you know, there, there was a lot of desolation compared to the hope and the, the, the desire to help people that we saw in, in the previous two seasons that didn't work, you see the characters saying, hey, this didn't work, we need to do something different. And now they're making decisions that they never would have made before. So you can see where season four and season five kind of set that up. It's kind of a, it, it's kind of a you know, it's, it's a personal thing. Like it, it, some people, it works really well. Some people really enjoy that storytelling. I do, but I understand the people that don't like that level of storytelling and they would like to see this story. They would have liked to have seen it come a lot sooner and I get it. I totally get it. And I respect it. And I think that that's, you know, again, it's, it's like everything else in life. You know, everybody has their, their sense of, of how things are and and what they want and what they like. And so that's totally fine. I think that when it comes to, you know, with fear, it's a little polarizing just because it was such a big change between seasons three and four. And I get it. I totally get it. But I think it's on an uptick right now. And I think that this is really going to change the way the stories are told moving forward. And we have season seven. I mean, I, it's funny because as soon as I saw that season 11 had been announced, there were all of these comments underneath that post saying, oh, then season eight is going to be the last one. I'm going to call it season eight's the last season. And it's like, you know, let's just celebrate this news for a little bit because there's so much suck in the world. Everything sucks right now. And, and just, let's just let's just be happy for Fear the Walking Dead. It's really good right now the story setting up more good stories and there's every reason to be really excited about what's coming. So I think that's kind of cool. And same thing with world beyond. I like that. There's absolutely zero reason to, to know what's happening. Like there's, there's no spoilers and there's no, you know, I mean, it, it, it sets up a really interesting world, given that fear the walking dead is set before the walking dead and world beyond. So how much, you know, are we going to, I mean, a, a story that, they could, that could play out, for example, the, in season, in, in the second half of season six, the fear of the walking dead people could end up in Oklahoma. They're all kind of scattered across the Southwest right now, um, and largely in Texas. But if you look at one of those maps that Virginia has, like, it's a pretty big region. They could end up, or not Oklahoma, they could end up in Nebraska. It's possible. And they would find the ruins of the campus colony. And they would find out that the helicopter people did this. And obviously that means that that um, that Althea would have a very different sense of what was going on. And we already know that Althea has a tape that was labeled the bog. Could the bog be the blaze of gory? Maybe. So there's a really interesting level of storytelling that could t- take place there there's, you know, there's the connections to Rick. There's, you know, I keep thinking about, I think every time I see the people, you know, between the pioneers and, uh, and Will's group now that, you know, that we saw in the the season finale, I think of Michonne. She, she connected with those pioneer people that were kind of on the road. Maybe she'll run into these people. Maybe there could be a crossover and it's entirely possible that Denai Guerrero would say, Hey, I'll come back and film an episode. You know, everything's crazy right now. I'm going to show up and do a surprise cameo in World Beyond. It's entirely possible. And so, again, those possibilities are what make it really interesting for me. And I think that when you can do that with a show, it makes it that much more interesting and that much different. And I don't know. I appreciate that. So let's see. What else do we have to talk about? We have the new. We have Fear the Walking Dead being renewed. We have... Uh, talked about the finale. You know, there's it's it's a weird it's a weird week because we are going back into um, at least here in California, we're going back into lockdown in Southern California because everything sucks as everybody knows. So, I think it's really important because as different places start locking down, we need to keep an eye on those because it could impact filming even though filming has kind of gotten an exception In California. um, That doesn't mean that that will be the case everywhere. So as you know, things start getting back to where people start getting back to work in Atlanta, as people start getting back to work in Austin, you know, obviously they've been working, but it's entirely possible that after the holidays, they won't be able to start production again, because it won't be safe to travel. So, um, you know, that's definitely something to consider. And uh, to keep an eye on, and you know we'll you know how we are here at undead Walking, we monitor these situations, and we'll make sure that we can provide you any updates as they become available. but um, for now, everything looks okay, but you know it's a bit, anything's possible at this point it's crazy, it's crazy out there, and on that note, I am trying to stock up on a few things because our quarantine starts tonight at 11 59 p.m. So I am going to cut this podcast short for now, but I did talk to Adam and he wants to do another podcast this week. So we'll have a special episode, a special midweek episode with Adam, where we break down all kinds of stuff. And we'll probably talk about some world, uh, walking dead deluxe comic book stuff. And yeah, there's, there's just a ton of stuff to talk about. So, um, You know, if you're you're into what we're doing, if you have any suggestions, you know, leave us a review, send us questions on social media, and um, yeah, we would love to hear from you. So we thank you for the support, and as always, just remember to stay safe, wash your hands, and watch out for those walkers. Thanks, everybody.